You're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride and on Twitter at Slow Ride Pod. Hello and welcome to the 334th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in lovely Orlando, Florida. This is Matt in Spring Lake, Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Boston. You guys, spring is in the air. Cobbles are blooming on the trees. They're starting to bud. Mm -hmm. Things are happening. Mm -hmm. You can feel the excitement in the air. I don't know if you guys are feeling it like I am, but... uh, I am. Yeah, in your knees? You guys get it in your knees? Oh, yeah. Well, I wear knee armors, so things are... (laughs) It's a little bit of that good dirty that I get on the legs, right? You look down after post-ride, got some Uh dirt, maybe a little like spray. There's still a little bit of water on the road. You like to get that little up. patch just of your of your shins that's dirty. So when you when you're you're changing yeah. later, you have this weird little dirt line on your leg between the knee yep. warmer and the sock. And those white socks that you shouldn't have worn, not so uh-huh. white anymore. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful time of year, and of course we're talking about opening weekend of road racing. Road racing is finally here, so obviously it'll be a fair amount to talk about with Umloop. KBK, some race called the Royal Joan Velodrome Classic or something. The Royal yeah, Bernard yeah. Drome. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what that is. Um, we're going to play the world famous goose or bike game and so much more, including listener emails emailed over to us at Slowride Podcast. Spencer. Yeah. For this weekend. Yeah. How stoked were you to know that Matthew Vanderpool was going to be on the top step of both races? Um, I was, I mean, there's some factual inaccuracies there, but I was excited, um, (laughs) to hear that he would be competing at the world tour level again this year. Um, you know, uh, being that he is on an amateur team, I, I think, I don't really understand how the teams work in cycling, but they're not a professional team or they're not a top tier professional. Anyway, he's the best guy in the whole sport. So He's guaranteed to win and yeah. made a yep. stamp, made his authority known uh, today at KBK. But we'll we'll get into that. We've got so much big news to talk about. We do. I think the biggest news to just start off the bat was that we, the three of us, collectively predicted successfully who was going to win Umloop. Yes. I think that, I mean, little guy, go ahead and just put this back into post. But we did... <laughs> suggest that ballerini was going to win because uh, he had already won two races for the year so why not just win three uh it's yeah simple I, math. It was, I, I was gonna give you more credit i thought that was more you i i sort of thought he'd win kbk I'm, but i'm trying to give some shine i'm trying to give shine to everybody here we're collective we're a team yeah well this umloop this year was a very it felt more like a kbk with the group coming back together Quick step couldn't break it. Somehow they got it back together for the sprint. I was surprised, but yes, you predicted it, Tim. I'm amazed. Congratulations. Did you put fake internet money on him on roller derby to win? Yes, I did. Loop. I well, good man. <laughs> a couple of things. Yes, I did win on roller derby. Almost certainly the greatest fantasy cycling game in the world, where you can act like you're hanging out with the bookies on the street of a on the sidewalk of a Belgian race. Um, before they scurry away quickly before the riders come riding down the sidewalk. <laughs> but yes, I did. Um, unfortunately, the bookie extraordinaire at rollerderby.com, um, Luke, did not put Ballerini in the stats. So it was a classic other win at two to one odds. Yeah. But yeah, I knew Ballerini was going to win. I listen to the Soul Ride podcast, and they are <laughs> experts when it comes to those types of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're there. Uh-huh. A couple of things that stuck out to me. 
Let me. I'll go through first what stuck out to me. You guys um, can go from there. One yeah. is Heinrich Hausler looked amazing. Little guy, yes. your yeah. um, your cyclocross training uh, method paid off dividends for Heinrich Hausler. Yeah, yeah, he had a good weekend. Fourth at Umloop and uh, in the late moves at KBK didn't get a huge result, but would tried to break away at the end. So form is good. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Um, Sepp Van Wark. Didn't know he was still racing, doing his part to help Ouch. raise the average age <laughs> at Israel Startup Nation. Good yeah. to see. He's a good company Third place. there. Third place. Third place. Yeah. Um, Jake Stewart. I don't know if you know who Jake Stewart is, but he's actually the guy that you hang out with um, anywhere that you go. If you go to the supermarket, guy behind you, good chance his name's Jake Stewart. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of, okay. just, just kind of, yeah. I was oh. wondering, you know... I was wondering where I'd heard of him before because I yeah, wasn't. Yeah, when I go I to rest, when I go to restaurants, they're like, uh, "Can I get a name for that?" Yeah, Jake Stewart for four. Yeah, there's a Jake Stewart in my sixth grade class. I think. I think it's the same one, even though he's Could a lot be. younger than me. It's probably the same Could one. Be. Yeah. Yeah. Did, um, uh, okay, I'll be the first to admit it. Didn't know this guy even existed. Solid second place. Stoked for him. Yeah. Yeah. I I had heard his name, but I did not uh expect a result or like think he was in the running to be this good right now because he's i think he's 21 so look out look out pidcock you're old now yeah look out pidcock but i will say um i don't know who cuts uh jake stewart's hair but his uh rider rider pictures on pro cycling stats look amazing um the old-fashioned bowl cut uh very good just throw that bowl on top of the head Put a one on the on the hey, on the razor. We go we, around. We, new we favorite racer. Before. I'm just gonna own it. I love this guy. He's on FDJ. They're kind of a traditional team, and you know they don't have as much money as like Ineos to afford haircuts and stuff like that. So I'm sure Mark Matteo just gets a bowl out, gives everybody the same haircut at training camp <laughs> in the spring, and that's that's it until like the pre-tour training camps. He you just know, yells I mean. at them the whole time while they're getting the haircut. I love it. Anyways, hey, it works. I had no it clue works. who this. Who do, you he think, was. do you think they do the haircut while leaning out of the back of the uh, service car, like on the training yeah. ride? Because it kind of, yeah. looking at this photo, I could believe it. Yeah. yeah. That's good training for the mechanics, man. Because, like, that's, yeah. and that builds team trust. Like, we know how Bjarni used to do those CSE camps where they do the military trust exercise stuff. Mm-hmm. If you have to get your haircut by the mechanic leaning out of the car, it is no big deal when he leans over your bike to tweak your derailleur at 50 miles an hour to descent. Yeah. Yeah. No biggie at all after he's had scissors next to your face. Yeah. You know? I, it's th- it's nothing. I, you, that's, you guys are basically brothers at that point because he I cut know, you and you bled on each other. So I understand and I recognize that we may be a little bit late to this bandwagon. Um, I'm assuming countless others know who Jake Stewart was or were fans of his before his amazing second-place finish to Ballerini. At um, Umloop. But I'm all in now. Love this guy. Love everything about him. Love him even more after seeing what his haircut looks like. Not going to yeah. lie. Question. Yeah. Well, little guy, I probably know the answer here. So, Spencer, I'm just going to assume um, that you'll you'll give me an answer that's a more common, regular man, common man. Okay, you, yeah. Have you, had you ever heard of Jake Stewart before this ride? Before Umloop? Have I, had I ever heard of Jake Stewart? What kind of what kind of question is? Of course, I am the mayor of UK Corner here on the Slow Ride Podcast, and I am a huge, longtime fan of Great British writer, um, Jake Stewart, sixty six kilograms, one point seven five meters tall, place of birth Coventry, a lovely, ah, lovely, lovely part town. of the country. How many stones if, is he? Oh, uh, that's about five, four, four and a half stones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yep. uh, on Checks the women's out. side, which probably is the best part about Umloop is that there is a women's race that gets what we would hope for equal amount of coverage, but it's there. Mm-hmm. And it's important because Anna Vanderbregen takes the win for SD works with her teammate, Amy Peters in third and Emma Norsgaard of Movistar mm-hmm. in second place. Movistar looking great. On the women's side yeah. of things already. Looking good. Van Unrolled Bergen back to her, her old self of just oh, walking away just, from the field. Just dominating. Yeah. Dominating by 23 yeah. solid seconds. 
she was solo impressive. a long time. She it was yeah. Anyway, I'm pretty impressed in this women's field with the road skills of Lisa Brenauer, uh, who finished in seventh, but is like a top level World Cup mountain bike racer, yeah. who I see on the Red Bull World Cup coverage all the time, and I I am always super impressed about people that can race mountain bikes at that level and like compete for podiums and then move over to the road and do it. And there's, you know, there's a few good examples, Matthew Vanderpool being one, but PFP, um, PFP obviously. Yes. Yeah. But there aren't that many, you know, little known cyclist, Peter Sagan famously tried to do that once at the Olympics and failed um, pretty spectacularly did not even finish the race. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Solid kit on the pro cycling stats um, for uh, Brunauer. The German mm-hmm. national champ kit. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Another great result. Were you guys able to capture or witness either of these races? I was busy riding my bike um, because it is fine. It's like one of those weekends here in Florida where it's fantastic weather. So I did watch um, a synopsis of this race, some YouTube highlights. So I did not get to mm. see it live. Mm. I was not sh- shocked to see, um, Jake Stewart in second and, um, ballerini taking the win on the men's side. But, um, overall, did you guys, uh, were you able to watch? Yeah, I got to watch. I, uh, I definitely thought quick step had screwed the pooch in their standard umloop fashion a few times. <laughs> and the fact that it came back together and that everybody, no one could get away at the, on the last climb, and it it turned into a sprint. And Ballerini had the legs; it was pretty impressive. I thought when when Al Philippe went off the front, I thought that's not going to work. And then when Stybar fell, I thought, well, that's really not going to work now. Ballerini's yeah. going to get dusted on the climbs, but he hung tough. Al Philippe got caught, and somehow they still had the firepower to set it up. It was impressive. So how how yeah. do you feel about Al Philippe in that race? Like, is he doing? Um is he doing the stripes justice finally? I think so. I mean, playing the long game for the team because they knew obviously I think they obviously knew Ballerini had some amazing yeah. form right now. Yeah. Right. I mean, we said it last week. Uh it was said everywhere. Quick step went in with six winners, six possible winners, yeah. and yeah. one worker in like De Clerc. <laughs> so they had a lot of cards to play. So it um you know, it wasn't crazy that they won, but I th- it seemed like they'd messed it up a few times. I yeah, would also definitely. say, um, just to get this out there, I thought this was maybe the most boring umloop I've ever watched in my life yeah. on the men's side. It was a little lackluster. Too that many seems just near universal. Um, near yeah, universal, it, from what I've seen, is that people kind of complained about how lame and boring it was. It's um, nothing from, from Ballerini, though. Solid win. Is, like, they played it the way they had to play it, but... It didn't. It felt like a KBK, which I usually think is the lesser of the two races, right? Yeah. What's well, it's but. good then that I I did miss it, and I know that was Tim's original question. Um, if we caught the race, I did not because you know, much like Tim, I was busy training all weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of did? Training? Um. Well, um, virtual training. You yeah. know, I I don't know. You've heard of like Zwift and stuff. I, I was something similar. Okay. Um. <laughs> I so is be cool. I, is that well, the other one? Uh, so I, I have a Nintendo. Um, I have a Nintendo Switch, and I just oh. discovered that you can play all of the old original Nintendo games on there for free. Um, so you know, I got so, deep yeah. into the training um, cave and was playing some Excite Bike all mm. weekend um, to really up my off-road skills. So I'm Did ready. You make for your own course. Season. Yeah, build your own course. You know, that's um. A little advanced, Tim. I just need to. I need to nail the basics. Yeah. First. Yeah. Um, it's all about the landing. Avoid. You got to have the right. Yeah. Uh, the landing. I really the couldn't. Angle. Yeah, the landing was tough. Don't overheat. You got to just push it right to the red line, but not. Uh, that's a good game. It was so, harder than I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So on Sunday, the world was left wondering if you mads, bro. I was No, that should was, I try that again? That was <laughs> Michael Bodenheimer level yeah, fun. Yeah, and yeah. that is yeah. not a compliment, I don't think. Yeah. I tried. 
Of course, talking about Cycross Radio, Media Pit, Michael Bonheimer, mm-hmm. who joins <laughs> likes of Bill and Zach. Let's get back to it. Mads Peterson takes the win at KBK, mm-hmm. takes it over a very game Anthony Turgis and Thomas Pidcock looking fantastic. By the way, major shout outs, Thomas Pidcock doing some solid Instagram work for building the equality in cycling and calling yeah. out the UCI for being as crappy as we all know that they are by banning positions, handlebar usage, but not doing anything to stop the systematic um, abuse of female riders mm-hmm. by team directors. So yeah, Pidcock, you know what? Love that guy. More and more every day. Solid third place for Pidcock. Looking good with him and Jake Stewart taking up the reins. I think the future of British cycling is fantastic. Might as well just co-op them now here in the U.S. Yeah, it's a good really? point. We definitely should. So well, look at they're good, and they're, they don't seem to be uh, in, entitled white pricks like some... Uh, yeah, so we can... So. Let's just bookmark that. We're going to get to um, that corner of the podcast in a little bit, but let's get to the (laughs) fact. Little guy, KBK, Mads Peterson takes the win. I would say, and this this may come off a a little, I don't want to say short-sighted wrong, but I believe that there are a fair amount of people that Mads Peterson, Peterson, sorry, deserved world champion, right? Wins the stripes. Mm-hmm. Some would say kind of come out of nowhere. Then the pandemic happened. He's probably the un- most unlikely or unlucky world champion, not really getting to flaunt the stripes as much as we would hope. Mm-hmm. Comes out and wins KBK. Justifiable win, strong win, looks fantastic, always there. Yep. You know what? Amazing world champion when he won it. I yep. would say better than the current world champion. But who am I to judge? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he can hold his head high that he did beat Matthew Vanderpool again in another road race. So, you know, he's <laughs> one of the few that can say, yeah, I've beat him multiple times. What are you talking about? He why, looks at cross results all the so time. Tough. Yeah, He looks at cross results. He's like, oh, there's my enemy. Slay yeah. him all the time. Yeah. Um, I got to say, I want to give a quick um, shout out here looking at the KBK results to sixth place, Sonny Cabrelli, um, Bahrain victorious, not victorious, but in sixth place. Pretty good result for them as a team. Not quite living up to the name, but getting closer every day. Getting good. Well, we we haven't we haven't totally came out to say that Vanderpool went on what, an 80, 80K so. So a move yes. with a, with Details. a few folks with one. I gotta remember the rider he brought. No, no one really working with him. With him from Was that the problem? Well, no. Well, they picked up a bunch of the break, but there was an Ineos rider with him, and I wanted to give that guy a shout out because I did not know anything about him. And how often do we see a South American rider killing it in the Northern mm-hmm. Classics? And this guy was crushing it. Like when Vanderpool went, he just jumped across. Like, yeah, that's it. I see that that guy doing 600 watts on the climb or whatever, <laughs> and no one else can yeah. hang, hang with him. I'll John, just, you I'll talking just about go Jonathan across. Navarez? Navarez? Yeah, yeah, man. That dude was, I don't know, tip of the yeah. cap. Uh, the the one person who could respond when Vanderpool respond, like, went. And that dude was just there to, like, work for the team, you know? He was, like, on, like, early duty, but he hung. So, I mean, so, on, anyway, on tip that of the cap. note... What was everyone else on the pointy end of the race when Vanderpool starts rolling off the front, seemingly effortlessly? What were they all doing? Oh my god! Like that's the guy you're supposed to mark. Like, <laughs> no, nobody, nobody <laughs> marked him. Eighty k though. I think everyone I, still approaches him. They their brain still has the normal racer mode. I, I thought think. we so broke like that. That's what I'm see, saying. Yeah. I. Yeah, I agree. They see the intensity of the attack and they think, well, that's that's ludicrous. Even and I don't maybe they don't realize it's Vanderpool right away, but they should, right? I mean, I mean, th- like like uh, uh, Narvez from uh, from Ineos, like he knew, yeah, man. I, he was like, boom, like nobody else, and he was like, I am getting on this train. 
slot me in. I am riding this train. If Vanderpool's you know? picture is not printed out and taped like inside the bathroom door of every team bus and like inside their <laughs> yeah. sunglasses lenses and like every like that is all you see. Like, oh, this is the guy you watch. I would be shocked, mm. shocked. Like, is it just his butt? Because they only see from from behind. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, it's got to have a picture. It's of the his front. Butt, there? What you need is like. I mean, they all need uh, some sort of Vanderpool thing that they can like whiz past the writers' heads no. real quick and be like, "What did you see that?" And they'll be like, "Oh, that was Vanderpool." Like, so they. You I think know, like it can test. be just like <laughs> if there's cards. any white bibs that move past you, just chase it, chase it. Like, it'd be amazing you know? yeah. if <laughs> Vanderpool just started wearing like fake nose eyeglass mustache combo like just like walking around like wow you got the wrong guy i know we've talked about this many times kbk easily top three of the podium accoutrement ranking game oh for sure stuffed donkey for mads um on the victory so overall pretty good pretty good race weekend i would say um little guy one out of ten. Ten, at, ten being amazing. George Hincapi winning KBK scale. One being <laughs> just another Tour de France stage. Um, how would you rank this re- <laughs> this weekend of bike racing? Uh, I I guess I'd give it a, a six or seven. We haven't even talked about the the two French races, the the Fon Ardesha on yeah, uh, Saturday and the Royal Bernard on Sunday, which are really fun races if they weren't as the same as opening weekend. Um, they'd be races I'd be excited about. And today, at least, I, I tuned over to the Royal Bernard because the, I believe there was some technical difficulties with the KBK feed. Yeah, let's go Let's go into this. So, um, But Royal Bernard, good race. Uh, sort of like a mini Strata. So folks should check it out. If you're going to ride the trainer this week, mm-hmm. pull it up. So watch, watch that. But then, Spencer, right? one out of ten, did you like the race weekend? Pretty happy, oh, solid. Fan- fantastic. Um, always great. Good results. Good action, but I'm gonna give it like a five because yeah. I can't get too hyped yet. I've got to save some of the hype for some of the bigger events that are coming. But this was a very nice appetizer. Got got it wet the appetite for what is to come. Yeah, so. it's a good hors d'oeuvres of the season. It wasn't exactly. wasn't the best, but it's coming. Strata Bianchi. Obviously, the next big one around the corner. Mm. Are, I'm sure there's some Belgian races midweek that little guy will care about while the rest of us are like, Wah? how am I supposed to watch that? Lasime. Yeah, Lasime. It's on now Tuesday. If you're listening to this right as it drops, stop listening and go watch Lasime or whatever and, and then come back. So Vanderpool's going to win that. GCN. Yeah. Lots of lots of chat. 25 lots of bucks. Look at the the... GCN Plus, race pass. Hitting us up all the time. In fact, got an email here. GCN Plus is pretty good. From John Mangrano. Hello, gentlemen. Very quick email here. Any of you following the subtle but still amazing insult battle going on between two Eurosport commentators for the UAE tour? Ah, Sorry, lost us there, John. We weren't watching the UAE race, but we were waiting up for the GCN Plus coverage of KBK. And when we tuned in, it wasn't there. Solid, yeah. solid fail. First day. Kind of reminded me a little bit of cycling.tv, little guy. Yeah, well, the, the, maybe, you know, Brit, British Corner. The racers are good. The streaming services are not, maybe. That's true. Um, yeah, you, you hate to see it happen. You know there's going to be bumps in the road. Um, but, yeah, this is a big unfortunate event for them to have with the uh, all the hype around the um, kind of positioning themselves, I think, as the saviors of uh, cycling streaming online because it's kind of been a z- disaster with NBC Sports kind of bowing out and, you know, all kinds of just nobody knows where anything is. And then all of a sudden Race Pass pops up and it's like, okay, let's try this. It's cheap. It's new. It's like we, yeah. GCN generally does a good job of things like they're – a totally good mm-hmm. source of uh, entertainment and information. And then it just didn't work for a while. I think it came up later. I'm not even totally sure, but the the whole internet was like, well, I'm glad I bought a VPN to the people that yeah. had. And the folks that had not and had put all their blind faith 
into the streaming services um, were really out of luck. It seems like the VPN plus GCN is the way to go for the year so far. Interesting. Because we, we assume that the Tour de France will probably end up on Peacock or something. Like they're not like NBC Sports is not just going to let that one go into the ether because um, they need the content over there at the Peacock. So. But it seems like GCN plus a VPN gets you all of the Flanders Classic races and the Giro RCS races. So the ASO races and the UCI are the only ones left, and those are going to be on NBC Sports slash Peacock. Because Paris Nice is listed on the G- the NBC Sports app right now, so that's there. Yeah, so it's yep. so they're at least talking about it that it might be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane that we're a week out and you just can't even believe now, that a major company is telling you the truth when they ha- say they have the right. Solid friends of mine hit me up and they're like, "Tim, did you buy this garbage? They're new new to." cycling fans and they're like did you buy this garbage and i'm like you guys have no idea what it was like to be a cycling oh, fan no. in 2006 like oh, like man. this is bad i feel like we're back to 2006 stage with uh this kbk disaster yeah. but i mean there was a time where it was bad you had to wait till the dvds came out oh my god yeah and then and then just the pirate feed yeah. world like we would all have to call each other and and be like so which feed times. is working like which <laughs> which you, link yeah, is what are you working? on and like oh man i can't get rid of the pop-up i got this eurosport seven yeah. feed over at you know you're like oh man i don't know uh, what i'm uh yeah i hope not enough people go to this feed because it's just gonna crash the system yeah. yeah and you'd watch these pixelated feeds where you'd have pop-ups but if you got rid of the, sometimes you get rid of the pop-up, it would ruin the feed. So you just leave a pop-up like hanging in the corner. Mm-hmm. You just l- learn to live with the fact that there was an ad up there for something. <laughs> the glory yeah. days. Couldn't even see what the riders looked like. I remember every year when, when the tour would come around would be the first time I would see a clear picture of the riders. Yeah. Like you could physically make out their the characteristics of yeah. their faces. Cause you'd watch these pixelated feeds and it would be so weird to sit down and be like, I, my brain had adjusted to the pixelated, blurred visage of these riders, and now they're so crisp. It's weird to watch. They look different. Everything feels yeah. off. Yeah, we... Um, ah, better times. Things were better We've been then. spoiled the last few years, but uh, yeah. Um, we're descending uh, back. At, if anything of the GCN coverage this week, we're quickly rolling back the calendar to the, the chaos that was the past. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is the most cycling thing, though, for us to throw them under the bus after no, one it's mistake. True. It's in true. the same way that <laughs> if we look at the results of any rider and we're like, oh, Christoph didn't win. He's he's washed up. I don't even think they should start him at Roubaix or Flanders this yeah. year. You know? No, I mean, totally. Totally. I mean, it was KBK. Like, we're right? Like, at the end of the day, does KBK really matter? Why does KBK matter to any U.S. cycling fan? Yeah. And Cappy won it. It should. Right? Like, yeah. like, that's it. I didn't even know that race existed. They're like, <laughs> George Cap, he's winning Paris Bay. Why? Because he won KBK. It's a, it's a solid pre- predecessor for uh, any solid um, Roubaix performance. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, way better to mess up now than mess up. Absolutely. At a at a monument. Like if they messed up uh, Japan Japan Cup. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean they they'd be out of business five minutes if they mess up one of the monuments. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk about uh, UAE? Uh, it happened. Yeah, Poker car. Yeah, it happened. Yates, Almeida, one, two, three. Caleb Ewan taking the win over yep. Sam Bennett and Fel Bauhaus. No? All right. Sounds yep. good. Sounds, love sounds love good. that Bauhaus. It. I don't too, really. By the way, make some solid, yeah. solid designs. Love them. Anyway, um, so good stuff. I think that the final thing that we want to talk about um, before we get into Premlap is arguably the the news that came out Monday, like the, immediately after we got done recording. Uh-huh. Brutal. And we actually had a solid green room session post-podcast last week about time. Yeah. Time pedals, mm-hmm. how time yeah. bikes had been manufactured or had been bought by the mm-hmm. people behind Allied. And the big news is that SRAM... Stepping in, bought all of the patents and the pedal manufacturing and distribution business. Oh, what a glorious day. 
I was on a bike ride today. Uh, my good friends, huge time aficionados, absolutely stoked that tram well, bottom. They were right, wondering, rightfully so, because they're, they're like, there, there's so many reasons that this makes sense. Yeah, red logos. Uh huh. No rivals. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Apex brand. There's a rival. Well, there is a rival. Well, well done. And you have a rival group. That's a tour de force. Oh wow! I like what you did. I don't. You brought I'm all your. Sure, little guy oh, didn't. Man. This probably went over his head, but I'm sure Tim yeah. picked up on it. Yeah. This is. No, I got it. I got it. You've been working on that all week. Oh, well, we had a solid seven like days it. of this news. I. It just absolutely thrilled. The question is, are they going to bring back the RXS pedal? No. Why would they? It's <laughs> no, it's the greatest road any. pedal ever made, and I still ride them, but they're not going to bring it back, and yeah. I'm going to be sad. Anyways, I'm absolutely thrilled by this, um, and for a couple reasons. I'm definitely going to make them a, a tour de force out there once again. And it just – now I think that anybody that's riding time pedals is going to feel – that much cooler when they go into a bike shop because now there won't be the the excuse of like no we don't carry those like at least now there's eh, yeah they're gonna be know, there <laughs> like that like they'll be there they'll have the cleats in stock now <laughs> yeah it's actually pretty pretty exciting yeah when's Misha gonna get bought by somebody so <laughs> well, I can get some cleats yeah that's a whole other question right guys um, right? anyways absolutely thrilled uh, major thanks um, to Jeff Diefenbach for hitting us up who uh, sent us that link right away as it started coming through. So yeah. time pedals bought from the Rosignol group by SRAM. Great acquisition acquisition to end the year. Fantastic stuff. Um, and now when you go into the bike shop, they may have the pedals. They may have the cleats for you. Um, big, pretty exciting. Big red and white four letter logo. It, it, the synergy just, it's incredible. It's, I'm looking forward to it. Good stuff. And with that, we should check in with our number one European road racing correspondent, and I'm sure a time aficionado, Bling Matthews. My name is Matthew Vanderpool, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, guys. Once again, we'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head on over to WideAnglePodium.com. And if you so choose, after you see what you can find on the network, become a donating member of the network. Helps us keep this podcast going. And we appreciate it. Other shows on the network include Cyclocross Radio, Nowhere Fast, Criterium Nation, and the world-famous Grodio, getting you all of the information you could possibly want on gravel racing. One other thing that you can support with your donations to Wide Angle Podium is RollerDerby.com, which we referenced earlier in this podcast, almost certainly the world's greatest fantasy cycling game, where you can uh, bet your fake internet points Totally free to play. They set you up with a, a an allotment of points. You bet on the outcomes of cycling racing and uh, you know cycling adjacent <laughs> um, propositions and try to beat your friends. And if you're a member of Wide Angle Podium, you get a bonus 500 points to play with. So that's important, especially if you're like me and you're always <laughs> losing I- your points on. Yeah. Like Tommy Vokler bets. It's you gotta have it, man. I had a solid I, run this weekend. I won yeah. both UAE with Pogacar, won a solid amount of points. I won Umloop with yeah. other and then SD Works um for the women's race. Nice. So overall pretty good. I did lose pretty heavily Dude. on uh Quick Step. I was because I bet <laughs> on Quick Step before because I was I was following right. the Slow Ride podcast principle that if they lose Umloop, they'll win KBK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, little did I think that they would actually win Umloop and then, yeah, yeah. flip the script. Yeah, so, it all up, but I did get um, a little mads. God, was that better? Oh. Anyway, that was, that <laughs> was right, good. Cool. Yeah. yeah that was good. Well, if, you want, is, if you want more jokes like that, listen to cyclocross radio. 
Yeah. Roller Derby is yeah, um, supported by the Wide Angle Podium Network. Uh, we invested in the platform to bring this to the masses. And uh, it's something, if you're not playing, you should sign up and play. It's free, like we said. And if it's something you really enjoy, um, it's something you can support along with this podcast over at WideAnglePodium.com. 100% agree. Thank you for that shout, Spencer, and the reminder of the great work that Luke is doing over at Roller Derby, and we are proud to be a member of that. We'd also like to thank um, our good friends over at Grimper Brothers. Head to WideAnglePodium.com coffee to find out more about the two exclusive blends of Grimper Brothers coffee. And a quick shout-out to Buckler Skincare. Head to BucklerSkincare.com and check out the Miracle Wap Chamois Cream. The tingle is the miracle. I live in this mm. stuff. It's fantastic. Love it. Use it all weekend. It was great. BucklerSkincare.com. Yeah. You can still go check out that Will's Kitchen, willskitchen.com. The code is still up, Slow Ride 20 Get yourself 20% off some yummy oat milk to go in that Grimper Brother coffee if you are you like to roll that way. Uh, don't use it with the chamois cream. Yeah. Just <laughs> drink it. It's, it's good stuff. It's delicious. Keep, it's organic. Keep those two separate. It's yeah. lovely, but it does not go with that. Those are separate products. The Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of the things have a yeah. crossover. Some of them don't. But they're all great products. Slow ride twice. Awesome. The code. Boys, we got some great emails. Let's get back to the show. Hi, I'm Helen Wyman, and you're listening to the Slow Ride Podcast. Goose? Hello, Cat 2 masters of the podcast scene. Well. Thank you. Yeah. When little guy mentioned that the next episode had something yeah, to yeah. do with fat bikes and geese, my heart skipped a beat. And that's in a good way, Tim. I know nothing about fat bikes, but what I do know is that my newest cyclocross bike is my first disc brake bike, and I have called it Goose. For whatever I pull the brakes, it really makes the sound of a goose. I even entertain right. my friends on a ride with tunes and melodies. They hate it. If I have since switched to different braking pads and it doesn't do it anymore, except in wet weather, but the name remains. I don't think you can rename a bike only by changing brake pads. No. And on a different note, but also Goose-related note, Goose was and still is the coolest character in Top Gun. Just quick editor side note. Completely disagree. Really? You're an Iceman man? Iceman's good. Okay. You're Maverick? You know, he's, not, he's he okay. He does seem like a Maverick guy, doesn't he? No. Certainly not yeah. a Jackal guy. He's uh, he's all right. I mean, Viper Viper was pretty good. But, um, I mean, I'll be totally honest. I was a, I was a big fan of uh, Cougar. Loved it. He's the Interesting. best. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you guys yeah. do you. I'm just... You know, he's kind of just there, and then before you knew it, yeah. he just kind of just folded under the pressure. He just couldn't handle it anymore. But who am I? Okay. Yeah, you guys that's are, the story yeah. they don't tell. You know? Yeah, he just yeah he just kind of folded under under it all. Yeah. Um. The, anyways, um, where's the Cobra Kai uh, Netflix series about that? That's what I want to know. Hopefully, it comes. It's probably in the works, probably man. Is. It's probably yeah. in the works. So anyway, as I was saying. Not really the coolest character, but Nicholas says he is, so whatever. It is actually time for a remake of the cultural cinematic high. And may I suggest Colin Strickland as Goose? He could pull it off with ease. The kids will still aspire to become pilots, but beach volleyball has seen its high a few decades ago, so replacing that scene with a gravel ride is more than obvious. Imagine khaki shorts, sweaty shaved legs, and a flapping wide-open flannel shirt revealing a bare torso. A few slow motion shots of the action will suggest so much more for the teenager girls will faint. And who would be cast as Maverick, I hear you ask? Well, that's easy. That'd be none other than Michael Matthews. They both have the same height, but I think Matthews will play his role with more flair. I hope you can help with this input. Nicholas. I kind of like where he's going here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, I like this. This gravel gravel I mean, related Top Gun. The gravel bike scene thing. has to be the um sprinting alongside the airstrip, like as the planes are taking off, like pumping the like when um Maverick like was doing on that the motorcycle. On his motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No yeah. motorbike. Yeah. yeah. That's a yep. easy one for one remake shot right there, I think. That's a definite but what would be the uh the gravel equivalent of wanting to do a, a flyby of the tower? Well, some sort of six skid. Maybe. Kicking up some gravel you into know. the uh into the coffee of the, <laughs> the morning, yeah, the morning espressos of all the uh masters racers. All the, oh. All right. I think yeah. I think we're, we're we're beginning to really crush this, boys. I <laughs> I love what I'm hearing. I yeah, I'm I mean anything that gets Michael Matthews into a lead mm-hmm. a lead role. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent behind this. This is this is a good idea. I like where Nicholas is going here. I do agree with Michael Matthews as the Tom Cruise. Um Strickland uh would be good as Goose. Um naturally I think if you're gonna do like a whole remake, like like what, does that mean that Strickland flats out, you know, in the big gravel race and he just can't he just can't do it anymore? Um you know. And who are the bad guys? Are those so. the roadies that show up to the gravel race? Because it's not really a gravel race. And then they're like, oh, well, they don't have gravel bikes. Or are they mountain bikers that show up with the, you know, are they the Russians? What happens? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we were following the 80s convention uh, of, of casting folks to be evil Russians, they would just have to be hairy. And and that that would be as much as you'd do to culturally place them yeah as you know it's been pretty good we, we might have to do it i don't know might have to do a little bit more are. more thought on this might but, be you. Uh, it would be uh i i like where we're going here i like the suggestions that it's good um but uh yeah awesome lacole howdy gang i'm enjoying what i can only expect are thousands of emails you must be receiving this week to inform you that there is a cycling brand called lacole listening to, to you two First suggest coal, and then something with lay added in front of it had me cracking up. Thanks for the years of entertainment. Whenever I get burned out a bit on cycling, listening to the slow ride is a great reminder of the things to enjoy about cycling. Now time to finish the rest of the episode. Ben from Madison. Again, Perfect. appreciate you reaching out. Middle of the episode while you're listening. Send us that email at the slowridepodcast at gmail.com to let us know that there is a cycling apparel company called Lay Coal. Did you guys know this? Yeah. In I did Are you in shocked? Retrospect, I, I I knew that, but I did not think of it in the moment. Although I will I I'd have to listen back, but I think those two ideas were were kind of separate ideas, right? They, or did they we were combine them. I think they were separate, uh, but can we give a major shout know. out to arguably the yeah. best professional kit in all of pro- or the best kit in professional cycling that was dropped this week Absolutely. by Lacole yeah, yeah. Drops? Very good. Right, right, right on. on yeah, right like, on time. That thing was beautiful. If you drops? haven't checked it out, just Google Lacole really Drops good. Kit. The video is fantastic. Drop Cycling has had one of the best kits in all of Pelotons for nearly a decade at this point. Their kit is always so good. It's This one's good. And, okay, Drops... Correct me if I'm wrong. Drops is just a placeholder, right? Like that is the same as um, slipstream. Slipstream. I forgot. Like, what are the other <laughs> famous uh, names that have uh, just kind of been placeholders on these teams? Green Edge, High Road, right? Green Edge, High Road. That's High right. Road, Classic. Yeah. What was the one for Jumbo yes. for um, after Robobank? They had like the Blanco. 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 That's right. Blanco. Amazing. Yeah, it just yeah. literally was blank. They they owned it. They owned it in such a way that yeah. That so you, you can't top that. We have so drops is sponsored by a clothing company called Lacole that we didn't know existed. Kind of when we were just making fun of um, clothing names, but man, did they come out and make me feel a little bit silly with that amazing um, kit drop. Love it. Uh, yeah. Congratulations to the women's racing team yeah. for having the best looking kit in the professional peloton, hands down. Hands down. Yeah. Looks like they might make the kit for Bahrain Marita, too. Man, what do we uh, know? We don't Bahrain know anything. Marita. Not, not ringing a bell, that name. <laughs> oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> McLaren. Uh, 
Island? Yes. Really? Sounds vaguely familiar. Victory. Hey, Whatever. wow. What do you know? We have an email here that says, A home for Quinn Simmons and cycling? Dear Matt, Tim, and Spencer. It's mm. Minneapolis's favorite Matt again. Irish Matt. Am I the only one who sees a simple solution to the <laughs> Quinn Simmons controversy? Quinn needs to leave Trek Segafredo and join one of the teams that better represent him and, of course, I'm speaking his views, Bahrain, Victorious, or UAE Team Emirates. Then when he spouts his hate speech, he'll be on brand for his sponsors and we can avoid all the drama. Yours, loving the next generation of American cycling, Matt. <laughs> P.S. Unfortunately, neither have a women's nice. team for our other nice top athlete. Maybe she can make Astana work? That's a great email. Um, it's it's a good email because yeah yeah. Th- th- Stana's gonna be Canadian. There's many soon, layers so of shade do? coming through here. Um, yeah, it's a lot so, of shade. I like it. What what's th- someone fill me in on the Quinn Simmons? I kind of like just muted that name on Twitter, so I don't even know what's really going on. Well, um, he had his first major uh, interview um, with a cycling publication since the bad times that he had last year that resulted in his suspension. So I'm sure um, he learned a lesson and was contrite. Well, you know, he, he got um, the team benched him, essentially, didn't let him race. He wasn't didn't do Perry Bay, all this stuff. Um, I'm sure that was a huge bummer. But, um, you know, he went through his media training, his uh, diversity training, uh, all that stuff that all the corporate corporations do uh, when somebody screws up. And so he had his first chance to just uh, really be a genuine human and show some empathy. <laughs> and instead, <laughs> instead, he, he just, didn't yeah. he didn't just screw that up. He just pushed like he all went the 180 chips in. <laughs> degrees. Like he went hard in the paint the other direction. Like, I don't really think I did anything wrong. The Internet said I did these things wrong. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous it was ridiculous to say at all even more ridiculous having been through you know media training um just an absolute embarrassment on the country which is impressive considering the last four years that we've had over here um Mm -hmm. but more so embarrassing i gotta assume for all of his teammates and the team managers and the people behind Trek Segafredo team who work really hard to make this a respected team and a professional team and God, that's gotta hurt. Was it know? that bad? Was it like honestly, I I honest did not really know about this until I got the email and I kind of just like looked on the surface. That bad. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's just he learned he learned absolutely nothing. He didn't he it's not that he didn't even learn why he was wrong yeah. and why and why he's privileged and he has no he has no ability to reflect on it. You're like, hey, I was young, I made a mistake, I didn't understand how my words could be bad. And wasn't his right. whole thing was he was right he was kind of Twitter harassing yeah. uh, um the journalist, uh Jose yeah. or sorry, Josie yeah. Bean, right? Like the um, yes. um female journalist. Um, yeah, it was just cycling tips. Yeah, now. so he you know Expressed no remorse, yeah, no empathy, no anything, but then also went as far to be like, well, it's too bad they benched me because I could have really helped the team. Basically throwing them under the bus, throwing their results under the bus last year and saying, well, they benched <laughs> me, so that's why the team sucked. Right before the season starts. Right before the season starts. If I were a DS or a team manager or anyone, actually, who could influence that team at all at Trek, I would be on the phone immediately like that cannot happen he'd be he'd be beyond benched again like uh, this yeah you'd think yeah they let him race this weekend though he's on he was on the b schedule he was doing this, the, the royal this Bernard email and stuff but is, is i don't know why there's kind of right on with like trading him to a team that has no morals or whatever but i think he's beyond that i if if i were a world tour team i wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole like so, he's Worse than Mus- Muscon at this point. He's more toxic. Wow. wow. Yeah, well, yeah. I absolutely will say that, and I stand behind it. I, 
I, I was really, I mean, I really hoped after last year, I want to, you know, he seems terrible. And it was like, yeah, he's 19. And a lot of, especially white white dudes that grew up in America, pretty privileged and are 19, uh, don't, don't have a lot of ability to yeah. reflect on their position in the world and things they do and say. And so you really hope that giving him a year and having somebody sit him down and really talk to him, he could come out of that a better person. He obviously did not do that and did not take any He's chance just doubling to down. look at himself. Just kinda, so, wow. It's just doubling down, man. It's just I I mean it's not it's surprising. So unfortunate. But, you know, it's more surprising that like Trek didn't beat it into his head that yeah. if he didn't get get the yeah. talking points right, he would not race. You know what I mean? And but the it is racing, so I don't know. Interesting, Spencer, that I mean Muscone probably public enemy number one for cycling Twitter, right? Like it's, and then Simmons just kind of like America first coming, coming right in, just trying to really own it. Yeah. At, coming in hot. Oh first to last. It was, uh, it was shocking. Like I, I couldn't believe it. Um, I can't wait to not see him in the sport. He's a disappointment. He's a stain on the sport. He's a stain on any team he's on. It's, you know, you give him a chance after last yeah. year, like maybe it was misinterpreted, maybe whatever, but it was just ridiculous. Well, not even misinterpreted. Maybe you just own it. Be like, you know what? I was completely wrong. I didn't understand why I was sure. what I was doing sure. was was not good. And I it took me a little yeah. while there to think about the the harassment that was unleashed on a, a journalist just oh, yeah. um on Twitter. It was it was next level. Mm-hmm. Um little guy, the other big news yeah. in the week. Far more pleasing, far more exciting was that you got your uh, your rail bike. You taken it out on the tracks. Well, I haven't <laughs> gone out on any tracks, but I did I did pick up the rail all the rail bike attachments from uh, from from Leo's father here in in the city and uh, it's there. It's all there. I don't really know how it all works yet. I've got all the paperwork. No. I got all the stuff. You know where you could test it, little guy. Is the um? Well, I do know. Yeah, this is great. This idea. is great because you can bike right over there. Um, you just cruise from your house, head on the Greenway, mm-hmm. and head towards St. Paul, mm-hmm. and just keep mm-hmm. going till you get about to the end of the Greenway, mm-hmm. um, where it does not connect across mm-hmm. the river bridge, to huh? um to St. Paul, because <laughs> yeah. they they have not turned mm-hmm. that train bridge yet into bike path. But you could pioneer the bike trail across. In Mississippi, how epic <laughs> would your first rail yeah, bike ride true. be? A hundred feet above the mighty <laughs> Mississippi, connecting, joining, yeah. unifying yes. Minneapolis. You'd be like the guy. You'd be like the guy that bike. did the uh, tight roping between the uh, the twin towers up there. If you if you did yeah, that, yeah, only better. Mm-hmm. Um, it basically is epic. That would be fun, Spencer. I would be so scared, and I would probably be arrested. Oh, no, nobody would see you. And and fences so up over it. You'd, you'd have to, do you have a <laughs> foam crew, little guy? Do you have like a drone pilot in mind? Because you're going to have to make a I Red Bull-esque <laughs> film out of this. Going to need a parachute. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. That's true. Before we get to the world famous Gooser Bike um, game show to end the pod, I want to give people a little behind the scenes. Let's just call this Green Room Corner. We have a lovely Slack channel that we use to determine what we're going to discuss on the pod. And this week, this is what we had. Hedgehogs? One? They're so (laughs) effing cute. Two? Their numbers have been on a very steep decline in the UK. I I didn't know this, but I I believe it. It's on the Slack channel. Three? Tao Gegenhart? Is the most hedgehog-looking rider. We must make this his nickname. Four, Ineos wants to be so British yep. that they must find a way to shame them into donating to hedgehog-based UK charities. <laughs> Love it. Okay. That's my goal. Okay. <laughs> Little guy, speak to me. Why is the Hackney Hedgehog the new nickname for Tao Gegenhart? <laughs> well, one, it just rolls off the tongue, man. And... uh <laughs> One, I believe he lives in Hackney. I Hackney absolutely hedgehog. love this, it's right by the there. Way. Yeah, it's true. He- hedgehogs are adorable. I think everyone can agree that they're very British. 
and adorable. And their numbers are on very steep decline in the last uh, 10, 15 years, like way, way, way down uh, to where I think there's some of them so, are on endangered uh, lists. So there are a lot of good charities in the UK. I'm sure our UK listeners can hopefully let us know. I you think, yes, he needs that nickname. And two, Ineos, they want to own this We're So British uh-huh. thing. They want to build uh-huh. the fake Defender. Um, we got to find a way to to make them have to Do you- just donate thousands and millions of pounds to hedgehog-based charities. Um, it's a good way for Ineos to offset kind of the evil empire vibe by raising hedgehog awareness. It, it would be good greenwashing for them, and it would make me feel good because hedgehogs are so adorable. And I um, learned about how they used to be around more and just kind of hanging out in gardens and stuff, and I was just like, man... When this pandemic's over at some point, I want to go to the UK and I want to see a hedgehog. I just want to see one in the wild. (laughs) That's what I want to be, just walking down the street and a little hedgehog runs across the street. And I'll be like, I'm going to go get a cup of tea and then have just go to a pub. I'm going to do this. is going to be a most British day. It's going to be great. Um, Just did a little Google in here. There is the British Hedgehog Preservation Society. Um, There is. I did not know about this. But did you know that there's a British hedgehog? um, Yeah. Appreciation Week, and it's the first week of May, first full week of May. Um, so oh, we have some time just, to build this up. It's like the Giro. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah, very yeah, close to, to the Giro. Shout out to Spencer for the obvious connection here for uh, the the Hackney Hedgehog um, as he perhaps defends his Maglierosa. Probably not going. Perhaps. He's, yeah. I think he's doing the tour um, this year, but yeah, anyway. Lots of things. I didn't know hedgehogs were on such steep decline that there's this many charities in the United Kingdom for for this little guy. I I appreciate this. You really opened my eyes um, to problem. something that I didn't know was a problem, um, and an issue. And yeah. definitely, Enios <laughs> is the type of team that uh-huh. you know all their funding is is offshore anyway. Um, so they need to start giving yeah. back to the to the island to the the United Kingdom, and this is the way to do it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, It's a great, it's a home run. It's definitely the way to do it. We'll we'll put the pitch together. Home run. All right. So. So. Yeah. All right, Ineos. Let's see the millions of pounds. With that. It is time to play goose or bike. Yeah. Yes. Goose or bike. So you guys know the feeling. You're riding along. You hear a sound behind you. And you immediately can't tell. Is that a goose all the time. or is that a bike? So we're going to play a little game here. I've got uh-huh. six sounds uh, for Spencer. Spencer's got them queued up. He's going to play them. Uh, we're going to play them. And then play. we'll play, Spencer, if you can play like 1A. And then wait a second, we'll play 1B. And then you guys have okay. to tell me, all right. each of you individually, which one was the which one was the goose and which one was the bike. We'll do best out of three sets here, and Got we'll it. see I who's the it. winner. I would have crushed him at this. I have been studying geese noise. All right. I also have the <laughs> Untitled Goose game on my Nintendo Switch, so I'm real familiar with geese. All right. A lot of confidence. I like to see All that. Right, I like so to see that. I'm starting with what you've labeled as 1A. 1A, yeah. Hit 1A. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) all right okay all right all right right, Uh so keep that in your mind now play one b play one b one b yeah real hi-fi sound there okay Okay, Ooh. so that's one. That's one A one B. So, Tim, <laughs> which one is the goose and which one well, is the bike of those two? And, and Spencer can give his I, answer. As much as I you know. love what you have done here, little guy, I am a bit of a realist, and clearly, B was you with some kind of recording device <laughs> on the greenway, um, riding a bike and listening. And one is a classic goose sound. Um, that you got from the British <laughs> Goose Society. Um, uh-huh. they, yeah. Okay, so you're going with you're going with. No, 1B no, one B is, is the, the bike. Okay. Spencer, what do you think? Yeah. 
You think one B is the bike? Yeah, I am. Uh, I think one A was absolutely, without <laughs> doubt, a bicycle, and one B. I don't know what that was, but the only other option is goose. So I'm gonna go <laughs> with goose. All right, that's a, that's right. Oh, that's wow. a point yeah. for Spencer there. One uh, A was was a <laughs> what, bike, and what 1B gave it away? Was, uh, Spencer, snow was it the, the 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 20 seconds of just little guy running the the brake pads? <laughs> yeah, basically. I, th- I think this game is going to hey, take I the mean, country by storm. On, this is amazing. Right. Tell all your friends on Twitter about this. Yeah. All right, let's go to right. round two. Let's play. We'll play two A, and then right. take a second. Here play we go 2B. with two uh, A. Okay. Yeah. Trying to trick us. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. Okay. And okay. then play two B. I need to hear that Short one. Short one. I need to hear that one again. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna replay. Yeah. Two B. Two B. All right. Let's Spencer All right. goes first. <laughs> yeah. Spencer I'm goes first here. Spencer, what I'm do you got? I'm gonna go. A was the bike and B is the goose. I, I I'm thinking the same because I think two A is clearly you riding a bike on snow. Okay. You're both right. Uh, actually, two A is a bike on yeah. gravel, and two B is a Cabolo Creek rant, a goose at the Cabolo <laughs> Creek. I don't know where that is, but I found that was it the bike on the, on the internet. Was the bike so, on uh, gravel in your driveway? Because that is what I was thinking. It no. was. It was not. I. I. I, I, I track these sounds. I kind of like. I kind of like the idea that he. That he brings myself. Tom Boone and Tom Boone and out there with him. With like. Yeah. He's got like his fishing yeah. vest on. Like he's a. You know, just a, a grip on the the set of a podcast recording, and he's got this boom yeah. mic out there. Like, all right, we're gonna do this. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm not above that. I, we've definitely done some back. All right. So what recordings. is the? Uh, what's the um, current score? All right. So. So currently going into the last round, uh, Spencer, okay. you have two points yeah. and Tim has one. All right. point, and the so. unlikely event that uh, I get something wrong and we come out with a tie. What is the tiebreaker? It's soccer. There. Um, name 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 a name a kind of goose that's not a Canadian goose. Okay. Without goose Tim's already cheating. cheating. I can <laughs> see him. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> triple fat goose is well done, like that a d- <laughs> oh, good. All right. Um, yeah, let's play right. the third round sounds here. This Three is good a, stuff. Here this is good go. radio. Uh, yeah. The slowing down of the cowbell while cheering for a little guy at uh, a cyclocross race there is a uh, <laughs> pretty good. Okay. All right. All right, and uh, 3B. (laughs) (laughs) This one's a softball, guys. (laughs) Um. Uh, You're really, really uh, trying, making us work on this one, little guy. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going bike and then goose. (laughs) <laughs> bike and goose. Unfortunately, <laughs> as much as I should switch oh, it around man. just for the opportunity to beat to tie Spencer, I, I sure I'll go the other way. But yeah, it doesn't matter. You no, you you guys knew it. You're right. The first one was a skipping <laughs> disc, and the, s- the second one was a goose. I tried to trick you up by keeping them in the same order. Yeah, each it was time. very tricky, very like. sneaky. How the answers? It's like if I would have put C down the test, you know, on the multiple <laughs> choice, every single answer, I would have got an A plus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> wow, good job, guys. Spencer, congratulations. You are um, an expert now, at knowing if there's a goose well, or a bike know, behind I, you. Tim, you uh, you are good, but you might have to turn yeah, around occasionally just, no, to I've, confirm. I've just been playing a lot of Animal Crossing on the Switch, so I'm really familiar, really in tune yeah. with the animals lately. No, it's true. And I know Tim's more of a roadie, so he, he's not out, yep. out there wondering as much if a goose is behind. Goose usually can't go over 15 miles an hour. So I remember when we were uh, first starting out this podcast four or five years ago, 
Wasn't there a time when uh, we would read yeah. a paragraph? The winner would win, would get to read the paragraphs that are written, and this would be the yes. opportunity for Spencer to take the cake uh, as we as we wrap out, wrap up the episode here. Um, Spencer, congratulations for winning the world famous Gooser Bike game. I hope that we get to play this game again. I Definitely, will, you guys. I, I will I look keep this to... uh, championship goose belt shiny and uh, honor it until the next round. Well, gentlemen, that was fantastic. I loved it. I'm so happy we got to do another recording of the Soul Ride podcast. We'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network and for those who contribute to keeping us on the air. We'd like to thank Grimper Brothers for their continued support with the two exclusive blends of coffee by heading over to wideanglepodium.com slash coffee. We'd also like to thank Buckler Skincare for the Miracle Wap Chamois Cream, bucklerskincare.com, and finally, Willa's Kitchen, for amazing oat milk, head to willowskitchen.com and use the promo code SLOWRIDE20. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Matt in Minneapolis. And this has been Spencer in Boston reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists as you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Goose? 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 It doesn't matter. Dear cycling friends, we accept the fact that we have created the premier gravel and road racing podcast. And we don't think you're crazy to ask us who we think we are. You see us as you want to see us, in the simplest terms, in the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a hobby blogger, a gravel pro, and a curious newbie. And you can find us on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Grodio Podcast.